If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rain 20's podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday or Thursday. Happy Thursday? Happy I think Thursday. It's a Thursday today. Amazing. We'll, we'll just decide on that. Happy day. We should happy just start day. saying happy day. Oh, happy day. That's, that's great. Happy that's day. Great. That's not making any promises. No, exactly. We don't want to just put some false things out there. <laughs> happy day. Happy 250 episodes. Happy 250 episodes creeped up on us. Shoot. Didn't even realize, honestly. Yeah. You know, it was, I like thought about it the other day because I always put it like for you, I feel like when you upload, it goes automatic. Just like it counts for you. Yeah. But I, when I was doing one of the one of our posts was like, oh, 249. All right. All right. I'll remember. I'll remember. (laughs) I'll remember. Wow. It really, it did creep up on us. It was kind of amazing, like how long we've been doing this. Yeah. uh, And how much we've done. And I feel like sometimes we don't really like honor that. Yeah. I think we actually never do. Never. (laughs) Absolutely never. And then like when you posted today, which I'm so glad that you did, Um, because we should celebrate those little milestones. I was like, wow, like that's a lot of like hard work. Yeah, definitely. And also I think it was like, we just really, it's it's funny because I'm like, I'm always judging Julia for not judging, like actually, but I'm always like harping on Julia for not sharing things she's proud of and whatnot. But I'm like, for some reason, I feel like that's kind of been the route I've been going down recently where I just like belittle everything. But anyway, I thought it was so sweet that so many people- Yeah, you've been turning into me. Yeah, I really have. And I feel like so many people in our lives were like, oh my gosh, like what an amazing accomplishment. Even your mom like always shares, like obviously I know it's your mom. She really is proud. I know. Yeah. Then like people were commenting like, oh, so cool. Like amazing accomplishment. And I was like, really? Like, okay. Yeah. And also like some new, like some new listeners and followers. So hi guys. Um, 
they were like, hi, I'm like, like, we're interested. Like, I'm so interested in this, just like because of how many episodes have been put out. Oh, well, so welcome. Many. We have a large array of options to choose. We from. really do. So Much many amazing more. guests. We really do. Just <laughs> dusting myself She's just dusting here. herself <laughs> Do you do that often? Is that your? No, definitely not. I'm not really sure where that came from. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen you do that before. I've never done that in my whole life. I actually just saw, what is happening? Um, I just saw like a, do you see you're being a jumping meme? You got a jumping meme. Um, I just saw a meme of that. So Someone that's doing it. a brush your shoulder. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I stand for it. Um, but yeah, for anyone new to an episode 251, welcome. Um, we have so many amazing episodes that we've done in the past. We have so many amazing guests coming up. We have some new things coming up for the show and um, welcome. And I hope welcome. you go back in the catalog and listen to some of the amazing guests we have because I feel like sometimes I get this is stupid because I know we'll have amazing guests in the future and we already have amazing guests on the schedule but like sometimes I get sad that we've like already done certain people that, yeah. and that it's in the past I'm like damn I wish like their episode was today but like I, you can still go and listen to their episode you it's totally there forever can. like yeah. do you ever feel that way yeah I think also it's like I mean, I feel that way, but then I also sometimes forget, like we've had some really cool freaking people on the really show. Really cool freaking people. People that, that like, if you told me two years ago that we would get a chance to just talk face-to-face with, oh, I, yeah. I would be like, what? Yep. No way. Yep. Like, it would be so cool. But anyway, another thing we, we don't celebrate. Um, so I feel like I think about that more, more um, of like, holy crap, like that's, but don't acknowledge it. Like, like um, but there was something else I was going to say, what the heck? Oh, that I, I think it's the timing in which we started the show too, I think is such a, like a marker in our lives. It's so funny because I feel like yeah. even with our friends, uh, we, we were with our friends last weekend and we were just talking about like so many different events or moments like, oh yeah, before the podcast or before the podcast party or like all these like little yeah, things. Yeah, it's like, like a marker. It really is. And like so much change. COVID started right after. So it's such a distinct marker mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy to think about just where we even were then and how in that moment we couldn't have even imagined the way that our lives are right now. Oh my God. It's so crazy. And it and we always say it, but it's like amazing to have this to like look back on. And like it really is a marker also because of when it happened, but also because of like how much we've changed in our 20s since we've started the show. A large part. I would think due to the show that we've grown as much and as quickly as we have. Um, But it really, it is incredible. And I really hope that some of our new listeners go back and listen to some of those older episodes, even though it may feel like, oh, like Julian Brenner are past this in their life, or they've already dealt with this. Like, I feel like there's a lot of value in that. And then getting to see like what was going on then and what was going on now, and especially where you might be in your twenties, like, I know our, our struggles were like so different at 24 than they are at like 27. Like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. And it, it really is so different. Like it's, it's so funny because I really think that of course people are on different paths at different ages and we have different experiences, but I think a lot of like the core feelings that we feel about certain things are really, are really similar depending on what portion of things we're at. Because mm-hmm. I even think about the types of conversations we had before we started the show. And so much of it was just about 
like the types of even just the direction in which we were going, the pressure to be somewhere else than where we are. And even that type of pressure and what it's about is so different than what it was, you know? Like I think there was like right out of college, it was just about like what exactly we were doing or how we would get there. And I feel like now it's so much more like I'll say like a pressure that I don't currently feel and maybe we'll feel at a point like I don't currently feel like pressure to like have a baby. Like I don't. I don't right. feel an ounce mm-hmm. of it. No. Um, but that Far doesn't <laughs> But that doesn't mean like I'm certain we'll look back at the show a while from now and like feel that, you know? Oh, 100%. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. But I'm so grateful for it because I do think that this show is one of the things that has definitely kept us, I guess, grounded in having these types of conversations because I I think I speak for both of us when I say that this has been a, a very unexpected year in a very different way for both of us of like, we had like specific a specific way that we might have envisioned this year to go but I know at least for me it's taken a totally different turn not necessarily in for the worst or anything mm-hmm. um very grateful and very happy but at just the level of like responsibilities we've had has totally like shifted my the way that I feel or like the energy I operate mm-hmm. out of so anyway I'm glad that we still continue to do this show and I'm certain that we have a lot more good episodes cooking because I think that when we feel like so wrapped up in something it's yeah really easy to be like not today not right now mm-hmm. or like to convince ourselves that like it's not a joyful part mm-hmm. when it is yeah I also feel like because of the show like it makes us because we like our job is to talk about topics that like people in their 20s might be dealing with it forces us to reflect on what we're actually dealing with where I feel like so much of the week like you can get on autopilot and like just do what you have to do to like get through the day and when it's time for a solo episode with the two of us it's like oh shit okay I need to actually like reflect on like what have I been feeling? Like, how have I been feeling? What am I dealing with? Because it's so easy to just, you know, not really deeply think about those things. And this show has kind of forced us to take the time to think about those things. Like it really is a therapy. And I always am really grateful that like, after we do a solo episode, I always feel way more grounded than when we started, because we're actually like taking the time to reflect on our thoughts and our feelings versus just like going through the motions of the day. And I hope that you guys listening get that same kind of benefit that we do of just like talking about it. And then hopefully listening allows you to do that for yourself or to start those conversations with your friends. And it's just, it really is a therapy. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, should we get into topics of the day in Pride and Pickle? Let's do it. It's time for Pride and Pickle. Pride and Pickle, my pride. My pride this week is, I literally just thought about it before and I forgot it already. Your purple lights. No, <laughs> no, fuck you, Chris. <laughs> no, not that either. Um, oh, my pride. My pride is that as a result of like just chaos and busyness and all that stuff, I, again, like I mentioned this at the beginning of the summer where I've really been trying to do like little things. So I love like having something to look forward to. So I'm excited to have uh, people that we love over next week. And then also something that we've been doing every night with Chris, it's so like, sil- like it's silly. It might seem meaningless to people, but um, we've been watching How I Met Your Mother, which I really love. And For the it's first like, time? No, the second time. Oh, okay. But it's really nice to 
well, one, I definitely like have some sort of amnesia because I remember almost nothing from the first time. <laughs> we know um, this already. Yeah, like everybody knows that. It's all right. But um, it's just like really nice because I feel like I forget sometimes that, which is obviously part of like why you're in the industry, but I forget sometimes how like, like entertainment can create like such real emotion in you. Like it's so oh, funny. Yeah. I sound so like, um, like disconnected from reality right now, <laughs> but I'm just like, wow, like, like feeling emotions, feeling like you're like paying attention to something totally different from like your life is so beautiful. So anyway, I love to be able to do that and to laugh with him. Um, and my pickle, my pickle is that I've been noticing, and I don't think that I'm crazy, that my boobs are so much bigger at the end of the day. And I don't really understand. Wait, 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 wait. Only wait. recently. Hold on, Julia. hold on, hold no. on, pause. You think that your boobs change yes. from the beginning of the day to the end of the I day? I do, Julia. And then I want you to, oh my look God, they're huge. <laughs> wait, Julia. why are they so big? Wait, and then you think that they shrink again while you sleep? <laughs> Honestly, just trying to understand the mechanics here i'm trying to understand too because i know you were just shocked but that's I, I was how shocked. i feel Wait, but shocked. is that what you're trying to tell me like i think so but i'm not sure what that's about so you wake up and they're just like they're normal. one size yes you you do your day you get home and they're a different size julia i'm telling you yes and I think this is. Do you feel like recent... bloated in like other areas? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think I've ever felt it to this degree, like in um in my chest. Let me show you. Wait, this is hilarious because I think I literally have photographic evidence. I literally have never heard of such a thing. Like maybe you're like bloated, but I don't really feel like I've heard of people's boobs getting like bloated, like just in the course of a day. Can your boobs even bloat? <laughs> I guess, yeah, right? Julia, it's a phenomenon I don't understand, but I'm going to prove it to you. Did you Google it? Did you look at the Google? So I didn't Google it, but... Probably for the better, because it's probably going to tell you some crazy disease that you don't have. Yeah, it's definitely going to say that, but here's the thing. So I took a picture in this shirt before I went to Haley's birthday, and, like, pretty, like, I was just trying to show, like, what it was. Like, you can see there's, like, there's no cleavage. No, nothing. looks nice. Like this shows it. This shows it kind of falling off a little too, right? Like a yeah, little it's falling bit. off your shoulder a little bit. Okay, but you're pushing them up in that. Okay, that's just a bad picture. It was just an example. I'll show you one of me just genuinely sitting. Um, but Julia, I'm telling this you because I was every sh- day. I mean, I've just been. Re- I honestly noticed it on this day the most because I was just shook. Mm-hmm. I was so shook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. we can totally move on from this and i'll send you a no video this is a very interesting phenomenon that if anybody else has dealt with this <laughs> phenomenon please let us know because now we need to do research now we literally we need we need research immediately look like this is like me not even this is me just existing like i'm not pushing anything up oh my wait a second <laughs> yeah Wait a fucking second. I'm I'm actually in shock right now. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do either because it's not even like I thought about, okay, maybe I like ate something that like, I don't know, bloated me. We need to look up bloated boobs. I'm going to look it up, but I didn't eat a single thing at that birthday. It's going to tell you you're pregnant, but you're not. Unless you are, are you? No, I'm not. No. Okay. So that's probably going to be the first thing that it tells you on the interweb. 
but I don't think that's it for sure. Oh, no, that's definitely what it tells this you. Feel like, this feels like it goes in the category with your staining the butt seat, the, the, um, <laughs> the toilet seat. The toilet. <laughs> the butt seat. Let's see. Brenda, you have weird ailments. I really do. I really, really do. If it's you haven't bizarre. listened to the episode where Brenda bleached the, the toilet seat blue with just her bare butt, you're missing out. And here's another and one of her strange ailments. The strangest ailment. So with that being said, Julia, what's your pride? <laughs> my pride is hearing your strange ailments. No, I'm kidding. Okay, my pride and my pickle going to go hand in hand. And we can talk about this a little bit more if you'd like. Um, but my pride is today I, there was an opportunity that arose for me. Okay. And would have been a good opportunity for money, but felt very wrong for me in terms of like things I'm working towards. And it just felt okay. like my whole body was like, my mind was telling me, yes, take the opportunity because we like money. And my body was telling me like, this just doesn't feel like the right next thing. Mm. And that was like really hard. And I like kind of sat with myself and I tried to like do that thing like that Glennon Doyle says of like listen to yourself and like feel what it's telling you. And and it was telling me no, it was telling me say no. And so I did. So the pride is I listened to myself and I said no, which immediately felt like the right thing when I did it. And then, you know, anxiety comes creeping in. And here's the pickle part of it is that then like my anxiety has kind of taken over. And I've had like for the rest of the day, like a very lack mindset of like, well, I said no to this. What if no other opportunity comes again? Or like, what if like I don't have an opportunity for a long time and I should have said yes, because I would have I would have made some money. And like then like this, like really negative lack anxious driven mindset has kind of taken over what I knew to be right for me. Like I really did know that that was the right decision, but it's very much now been overshadowed by um, this anxiety um, and this lack mindset. So that's what I'm dealing with. I wonder if you have any opinion or input, but I think it is a really hard thing. And I think this is something that a lot of us have to deal with in our twenties of like, learning to say no to things Mm. and and that could be really hard because there are there is kind of always a fear of like well what if like some like like even for like a like dating like saying no to a guy that you know isn't right for you but like only saying yes because you're nervous that like another guy won't come around like you know it's that kind of caveat of like we say yes to things because we have a fear that that will be our only chance at something. Um, And I think that it's a really important skill to develop of like learning to say no, when we really believe something isn't right for us. And that could be in work, that could be in friendships, that can be in relationships, like that could be in so many areas across our lives, but it's really, really hard. And, um, and then you might be dealing with like what I'm dealing with right now of like the kind of lack mindset and anxiety that comes into play. So I'm curious if you have any thoughts on that, Brenda, and like if you've had any experience with that lately or um, what are you thinking about it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's very, I think it's very common and especially now, I think it's something we'll deal with always, but for different Mm -hmm. reasons. 
I think it kind of goes on both sides in one way. It's like this sense of, well, you know, I should be saying yes to opportunities and I should be going for it. And what if this is the thing, not just that gives me money or if there's not something else, but also what if this is the thing that leads me to the next thing and I'm saying right, no. And right. like, there's like so many different spirals that we could go down. But I think that like the unfortunate reality yet also like re- realistic reality is that we just aren't going to know until we know mm-hmm. like there's going to be the same way that like I don't know if you knew before moving to California if it was the quote-unquote right decision but like now I'm certain you have a much different perspective on even something like that mm-hmm. um that like we like only time like tells if it was like actually the right thing so I think that the thing that would keep me grounded in a sense like that even though I would struggle with the very same things would be that like, I can figure anything out. I can navigate anything that comes my way and that you are hard enough of a worker and this applies to any situation, but you, the skills that you naturally possess without this opportunity will get you more opportunities. And that I think it's something to be proud of, to really take the time to listen to what actually matters to you, because I'm certain that it wasn't something that you took lightly and if it was really something that you said no to one saying no in general is hard Two, saying no in general for you is hard as someone who does like to take opportunities um and three if you felt that strong of a no then it must have really really not been aligned to what you value or what you want out of the next chapter of your life Mm -hmm. so I think those are all things that I would think about and always coming back to like so much of it is about the types of opportunities that we create or situations that we put ourselves into. And I just don't think that any one given moment will be so defining. Yeah. I love what you just said of like the skills that got you this opportunity, the skills that you possess that got you this opportunity will get you more and other opportunities. And I think that that is, I've, I didn't like really like clock that for myself and I think that that's really really wise words and again like applies to like anything like that could be a job offer that could be like a relationship right like this like the what you possess that made that person attracted to you will make other people attracted to you or like that those qualities or skills that you possess that got you that offer will get you future offers and I think that's a really really grounding kind of quote to come back to and thing to remember and and yeah like if I look back in my life like I can know that that has happened before and I've gotten more opportunities before and and you know if we look back to the research of our lives like we can find evidence for that I think in most situations and yeah that's a really great thing to come back to because it's so easy to get run run over what we know to be true for ourselves with anxieties and doubt and fear and yeah yeah but and I think also beyond the fear and anxiety of like what comes next I think also a really big part of it at least in our 20s or I think specifically in our 20s is like when it comes to money right like I know you mentioned the financials and maybe that wasn't the focus of it but I think sometimes we expect that like oh well we we can do maybe not anything for money, but like, it's, it's kind of like, I think especially because most people are in a more, feel a little bit more unstable with money in their twenties is we feel like, oh, that's not responsible for me to take something. If it's a grander, like financial opportunity that can maybe relieve another area of your life. So I think that's also hard when like a lot of people are seeking stability and like peace around finances and whatnot. So I think that doing something where it's like, oh, this was literally like right here. Like I could have had this but it still doesn't kind of align with your 
I don't know if it's your values or your morals or whatever it is, the decision that you're deciding against could be, then I think that that just feels like almost icky because it's still, it's like you made a decision that felt aligned that you should be proud of, but it's still causing you trouble in another area and you don't know how long that's going to like last. So I think that that's really hard. And I think that it's also okay. And maybe not everyone will agree with that, but I think that at the end of the day, like we're the ones that have to live in our bodies and in our brains every single day. And if we're making, I think that's why alignment has been such a big topic for us in general, because it's like, if we do make decisions that aren't aligned, Mm -hmm. whether it's something as, as complex or intricate as saying yes to an opportunity that we don't feel right about, or, you know, (laughs) drinking out to dinner when we told ourselves that we wouldn't have another drink if we didn't want to, um, or giving a guy an extra chance that they didn't deserve. Mm -hmm. I think that we're just going to feel that sense of like, ugh, this is uncomfortable, but I don't think that uncomfortable always means that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, and and you have to be able to, and this is why I think it was like, felt like important to bring up is because it's a skill that we have to develop of learning how to discern, like when to say yes and when to say no. And I think like, I was like, they kind of beat it us, beat it into us in in theater school that like you should say yes to every fucking thing that comes your way because opportunities are so few and far between. And it's like, in, in one hand, like, yes, you should say yes to things that maybe like aren't exactly perfect because they're learning opportunities or they're networking opportunities, but also like we need to develop the skill to know what is like really right for us on our journey towards our goals. And like some things are, are going to just like eat your time or your energy or like not be in alignment with like what you want to do. And I, I think like I still have like a very big trigger from that because every time I kind of say no to things, like whether that's in like my career or in other parts of my life, I get kind of triggered like, fuck, you should say yes to everything because that was something that was kind of like beat into me in college and yeah. not not literally beat, but you know what I mean? Like told to us over and over again. And so I think I have like a little bit like of a trigger from that because literally every time I say no to something, I get so anxious because I have this inherent idea that like I need to say yes to everything or I will fail yeah and it's something that I definitely need to work through because I really at this point in our 20s know that it is going to be important for me to like discern what really is aligned for me or not yeah yeah. I mean, I think that it's just so much about perspective. I think in one way, like I could look at it, like from the outside looking in of like, wow, dude, like that's pretty freaking cool. Like as a success of like, wow, maybe there was a point in your career where like, maybe you did have to say yes to everything, but like how cool that now you have experience under your belt, you've made connections, you people know your talent, your skill. And it doesn't mean that there's never going to be an opportunity again, again, that you might not be like super gung ho about, but maybe might say yes, because of X reason. But I think it's honestly like a form of like, just where you've gotten over the past couple of months that like, you feel comfortable to say no to something that really doesn't feel aligned. And that like, even if you feel a hesitation or doubt, because it's a human thing, despite your self-belief, like that there will be another opportunity because you'll, you'll create one or you'll put yourself in that circumstance for all your, or you'll connect with the right people or you'll find a way, you know? So I think that that's also cool in itself. And I think that there's just a lot of, there's a lot of pressure around that of 
and I think that we we talk we talk about in other circumstances like the power behind saying no but I think that the fear around like the fear around like almost like it's, I don't even know if it's selling yourself short but like the the unknown honestly it's the unknown mm-hmm. of like what could that have meant yep. like what yeah, could that yeah. have been and totally. I think that it's just it's just like one of those things that we're I guess we're, we're like technically not going to know, but it doesn't mean that we can't experience it in a different way. Yeah. I feel like fear of the unknown is like always the fucking worst. Like we yeah. always talk about that all the time in so many situations that that is like the worst feeling. Yeah. And, um, oh gosh, what was I going to say off of that? What was I going to say off of that? Oh, like just in terms of alignment, like just to take it down the astrological route for a second because that helps me get grounded um about like approaching my Saturn return like next year and I know a lot of like the things in my chart this year were about like um there's like so much in my chart this year about like financial streams of income and like Mm -hmm. having multiple streams of income but like needing to say no to some of them because to all in order to like make way for like the right ones Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, and that just feels really hard. And like, of course, like, I'm sure there's listeners who are like, don't believe in that kind of stuff when it comes to astrology, but I, that's something that like resonates with me. And then, so when I was thinking about this situation, it was kind of like helpful to me to be like, okay, what like feels really aligned here, even though now I'm having anxiety about it, but you know, having that to like tap into when I'm trying to like figure out my own kind of inner voice yeah definitely but I think also like even without like the I think just just in general too like taking on a like a logical level as well like like even I'm certain many people care about the astrology portion of it so don't feel alone in that (laughs) just people might not be as knowledgeable as Jubu but um I think even so, like, I don't know where I heard the other day, but it was something along the lines of like, if you keep giving the men that like, you don't know, no, men that you do know are not the one and like, are almost like in essence, like wasting your time on something that you already know isn't for you. um, Like just trying to make something work that doesn't, then like you're preventing yourself from putting yourself in a situation with the right person. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a very similar thing with like careers or with on it friendships or um, anything where it's like, if we're so hung up on one portion of it, it's like almost distracting us from maybe distracting isn't the right word, but it's just, it's, it's putting us a little bit like further away or at a distance from just putting our brains elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good, that's such a good, um, way of thinking about it as well. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard out there to say no. It is. No, it's, it's really hard. And I think that it's some, it's something that you're just gonna naturally like continue to feel um, for a little, but I think that the more that you do, just like with anything, any other topic that we've talked about, the more that we practice saying no and then seeing that, oh shit, I said no. And a couple of weeks later, I'm okay. I'm great. Yep. <laughs> and I got this opportunity. Like right. it'll just add to the evidence that like you can do that and it's gonna be fine. Do you have any like, things that you do or things that you tell yourself like you shared one before but like do you have any like rituals or routines or thoughts or quotes that you do when you're feeling like in that like lack kind of mindset in order to kind of shift it to more of like an abundance mindset yeah um I mean 
to put it on like a very I think like human that we all go through phases type of thing I think I'll admit that like I've been way less like self-carry uh self-reflecty over the past couple Mm -hmm. of weeks for sure so I will not pretend that I've been like my usual self among those things but I do think that something that helps me when I feel like I'm like all out of sorts and whatnot is coming back to this place of like I I don't know why I'm so big on evidence but I guess like evidence Mm -hmm. that I've figured out every single season before this like I've survived every single thing that's come before this. I've made it to the end of every single day. Even when I feel stressed, even when I feel overwhelmed, I feel like I always come back to that. But then also, I think I do a very good job, even when I don't realize it, of coming back to the like the perspective portion of like the all of the the good that exists right now. So if there's something that I'm like, shoot, this isn't working out for this reason, or I'm not really happy about this portion of it, I feel like I'm very good at not in a like toxically positive type of way but just coming back to the things of like whoa but wait a second like this time last year like I would have never imagined myself to be here or whoa Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful for this portion of my life and I think that like somebody could look at that and be like oh like you're really either um like avoiding the reality of the situation or oh that's like really not acknowledging the stuff that's like bothering you or hurting you right now which maybe in some senses but I do think that I try and at least which is why I like to do that, um, at least like balance it out. Because I think when we exist in too extreme of an emotion of like anxiety, even if we can't control it, which is also okay, I think that we need like something to just like bring us down a little so that we can start to think more out of like the, I don't want to say the reality as if the emotion doesn't matter, but like on a more grounded level yeah. versus when we're so like highly emotional yeah. like there's just so much charge, you know? Like I keep yeah. like putting my hands into a ball because that's what it feels like. Mm, I think yeah. when- when we like operate out of that is it's like it's so charged yes that I just I think it just causes so much more overwhelm whereas if we at least balance it out and none of the things that we're saying that bring perspective or gratitude are a lie um then I think it just lets us kind of see things from a big picture type of stance yeah 100% that's so great but um and thank you for sharing that and yeah for anyone who might be like struggling with like trusting them that their gut or or struggling with lack mindset or learning to say no like we're we're here for you we get it we're dealing with those same kind of things and we're 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 here in the boat with you it's just one of those 20s things and maybe beyond yeah definitely no it is and and we're here whether you're on the end of like struggling to cope with something, struggling to say no to some things, someone, some opportunity, um, maybe struggling to say no, like to yourself with your own patterns or your own um, thoughts, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, We get you in our own ways. So let us know if that is something that you're dealing with right now, because obviously we love to hear that type of feedback, um, any tips that you guys might have for navigating that stuff, because you can always help someone too. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And we have some amazing guests coming up the next couple of weeks. And we're so excited to share those with you guys. And please let us know if there's anyone you want to hear on the show. And as always, leave us a rating and a review. It helps us get other people to hear the show as well. And we love you guys. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And please subscribe. 
you're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.